Hello and welcome to RGU Talk, the official podcast of Robert Gordon University. I'm your host, Johnny Milne, and I'm delighted to be joined this week by a very special guest, a nursing lecturer from RGU School of Nursing and Midwifery, who also just happens to be my little sister, Katie Baxter. Welcome to RGU Talk. Hello, thank you for having me. (laughs) Well, I I kind of have to. Mum would tell me off otherwise. (laughs) Uh, No, Katie... Your journey to become a nursing lecturer is, and I'm not just saying this because of favouritism, it's a pretty fascinating one. Mm-hmm. Firstly, because you didn't always want to be a nurse, <laughs> let alone teach nursing. And your teachers at school kept trying to veer you away from academia. So <laughs> what set you down the healthcare path to where you are today? Well, pretty well, I started off by, and so did all of us, you, me and our um, older sister, Jenny, um, being swayed by our father, who's obviously in healthcare. He was a doctor, GP, at Cults Medical Practice. Now, he always would say to us, don't ever become a doctor because it's <laughs> more of a lifestyle rather than an actual, you know, than an actual career. It's all consuming and you know that's just something you should avoid so whenever I would say something like oh well what about nursing or something like that he would always say oh well that's fine you can tell the doctors what to do so that was always (laughs) kind of a joke in our household and I still say that to my students as a joke (laughs) it's on my backlog of jokes there but um, also I think a big influence was that we hospiced a close family friend who had bowel cancer he had no family so we took care of him really and um, that to me was seeing the people that they came in contact with, hearing the stories from mum of the nurses, both in and out of hospital, was very influential for me, I would say. So that coupled with all these other things. And I mean, you're quite right, <laughs> at school, I always kind of fell somewhere from the bottom to the middle of the pile. Never really, actually, <laughs> never excelled at what I was doing. There were some studies I did like. I liked English and it was, and I liked art, but that was mostly down to my teachers. Mm-hmm. Human biology biology before that but then human biology I oh, yeah, really like this this is really great and coupled with our sort of hobby of drama I went kind of weighed up my options with a career advisor oh drama would be something that's quite convenient but it's that typical you could go down this route but you know how difficult it is to break into that so yes, I yeah. ended up doing a sort of NQ effectively a gap year in inverted commas I'm doing the air quotes here <laughs> but that was just and I'm quite glad because I'm a January birthday mm-hmm. so I ended up with this extra time to sort of one mature and two actually figure out it was between nursing and that anyway and then as soon as that year was done you know what I actually want to do some (laughs) something like that so I ended up um just towards the end deciding that this was what I wanted to do so then went into into nursing and just applied for it and we ended up lucky, so <laughs> yeah. Well, so so going from studying acting as you did, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what was at the time? Am I it right? was Aberdeen, Aberdeen College. College. Now, yeah. now Nescall. Mm-hmm. Um, so going from studying acting to then walking into the health and social care building mm. on RGU's campus. Can you remember what your first impressions were on that first day? Well, it's rather scary, I will say, just because it is a huge building. And this was before the Surrey and Wood building was even built. So mm-hmm. it was just the Aberdeen Business School, the health um, building, which obviously that's predominantly where I work. Yeah. But of, of course, there was um, the other 
buildings great, great down camp, of art down great, the other side, yeah, yeah, which I never came in contact with. So, but still, those couple of buildings with the University Street and and RGU Sport, they all they created quite an imposing, scary image for me as a <laughs> as a first year student nurse. So, um, it's obviously very futuristic. I've always said that the one ba- drawback, I suppose, to RGU was the fact that it had a lack of a quad, like I suppose Aberdeen University does. But um, just because you'd studied there and you had all these very stereotypical university experiences with mm-hmm. sitting out in the quad during summertime and all this, but never realised until later on, oh, it's got, it's so close to the river. You know, we kind of, I think as a student and still as a staff member, you really take for granted how beautiful this campus is, particularly with the fact that you now have this amazing library and whatnot. But mm, it's it, the facilities were, were and are still very excellent. You know, I love the library back when it was in the Aberdeen Business School. Um, now it's obviously this beautiful, you can see so far beyond the city kind of yeah, limits it's beautiful yeah um love the sports center love the, of course the canteens you know <laughs> <laughs> helps helps when you're getting through a busy semester when you've got hot chocolate on hand so on good tap. to have a priority straight <laughs> um but yeah it just it became very easy i suppose to adjust to it took a while i suppose <laughs> and i always joke to my interviewee candidates when um showing them round when you this is you enter in on the fourth floor in the health building so just to get used to that takes a bit of time and then <laughs> why is it the fourth floor yes because it's on a hill and then it's the third floor when you're in the aberdeen business school don't ask but you know it's that kind of thing that i i just thought it was so futuristic and sort of state of the art that's and it still remains like that so I'm very proud to have studied here and then also get the opportunity to work here and kind of boast about it so yeah <laughs> well once your first impression died down once as you say you got used to the the floor levels being different <laughs> depending on whatever building you're in I'm uh, fickle like that like I <laughs> <to> just <laughs> wonder why <laughs> as your degree went on I mean how did you find balancing you know your assignments your lectures your placements because obviously again coming from studying mm. drama beforehand that must have been a bit of a change. Yes. Well, before that, even study, studying drama, I suppose, as well, and before even studying at RGU, um, I, at school, I was never very studious, and our mum would always say to us, you'll do what you do, and we won't force you, because I knew, I saw, I saw so many of my colleagues, my students, our peers in school, they really struggled because they had very demanding parents who you must get this these A's or B's or whatever and people sort of set that pressure almost on themselves but I felt like we would just do what we would do and excel where we would and I was lucky enough to get the grades that I did in order to study what I did study and then be where I am today I suppose but I mean having gone from I'll just study ad hoc to I'm very strict. I'm a very, very strict person now. <laughs> um, at least I tried to be. Um, I would try, when it came to university, try and tackle each week, particularly in stage one, first year, semester one. It's a big ask where there's a different system of the body you're tackling each week. And I would kind of review upcoming weeks to kind of prepare myself for what was to come. I would do study when I could I would also try and do my homework when I could and I know that sounds like a typical you will do this and this is what I try and say to my students but it's just the easiest way to, to deal with things kind of put this in that file that week's done move on we'll come back to that when we have to study your things overall but it just helps things avoiding it sorry it, it tries um you try and avoid things mounting up if that makes sense so that's why I try to take it week by week um, but yeah, I was always very sort of, I made myself more conscious of what the bigger picture was and what, what my ultimate kind of goal was, which was to become a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
as I say, I took to the course really well because unlike school, it was something I really wanted to do. It was an area that I was very interested in, good at, and most of all, I enjoyed it. And so I never felt like it was really work, even when it was, you know, when I was in the thick of it and it was during a very heavy assessment period, say, Mm -hmm. or I was run off my feet on the wards or whatever in placement. And this was the career path that I was on and I chose for myself. So that's kind of what made the difference for me, really. (laughs) And speaking of placements, I mean, do you have any moments, did you have any moments, sorry, that stood out to you as this is really what I want to do? And, you know, it may be hard, but this is where I'm going in life. Just to give people a bit of an idea as to sort of what my placements were like when I was training, because I can say now back in my day when I trained (laughs) this is how it went so I had stage one which is obviously first year I had I was in the dialysis unit at ARI which was amazing so that's Aberdeen Royal Infirmary and um, then for my second placement I was in Peter Cooter medical practice stage two I was in the vascular surgery unit at ARI and then I was in Kingsmead nursing home and in the second placement in second year In third year, I was at Roxburgh House, then I went to a boy in medical practice, and then in fourth year, I ended up at the Airy Hall Clinic, which was the Central South One Direct Delivery Team is what it's known as, but that was part of my community nursing placement and was my very last placement. So they all have different different uh, experiences that stood out for me and, and you certainly you got a spread of different yes, kinds of nursing absolutely so for example dialysis it was very specialized but um very enjoyable and a great place to shadow as a first year you got to see lots of different things and um, in peter cooter this stood out because this was the area of nursing the community area of nursing that i knew i would enjoy primary care either treatment room nursing or community nursing but mostly I like that huge wide caseload you had a variety of patients you would see um, vascular because I'd never been on a busy ward like that myself so this was um, great because you got to see loads of surgeries and whatnot. And but I would say the things that stood out for me was definitely Airy Hall because this was kind of the culmination of my experience it consolidated my learning um, I got to work with many people who I worked with when I was in um Peter Cooter because mm-hmm. the teams melded to they created these big teams that would sort of cater for a wider geographical area in Aberdeen for community nurses and for their patients so I actually did end up seeing people who saw me when I was a first year so they got to mm. kind of see me develop from this tiny wee first year <laughs> shadowing not really knowing what was going on to the fourth year before I was qualified and that actually was where I ended up working before I came to RGU so it was a very valuable place for me to sort of bridge the gap between oh my goodness I'm about to be qualified soon to ah I feel like I'm being treated as a member of the team so that to me was a huge huge um, influence on my career path if you like. So you graduated first Mm -hmm. class honours adult nursing degree Um, you were then out in the community for a few years Mm -hmm. what brought you back to RGU and you know what was it that about teaching that appealed to you? Well I would say because our mum's a teacher and, you know, there's people that we knew who wanted to become primary school teachers or secondary school teachers. There's a lot of people that would tell you these amazing stories of how gratifying it is to be able to teach people. Mm -hmm. And I found that when I qualified, I did my mentorship preparation program here at RGU. So that meant that I could mentor students. And so I then became that, that there was that shift between me being a student and even when I wasn't a mentor, I still had from the moment I was qualified, you would still have to teach students and 
have them shadow you or teach them wherever you are so that was very exciting because it, it's what made me go I really like this part of nursing I love that educating part and so um, because I could appreciate from my past experiences this is what I want to be when I become a mentor or this is what I would hope to not do when I become a mentor because <laughs> <laughs> there are people that do make silly mistakes or you know maybe don't have as close contact and I knew I wanted to find a, a fine line between allowing people to spread their wings but also kind of guiding this is what you should be thinking about Mm -hmm. or this is what you should be researching that kind of thing so then when there was this opportunity that came here at RGU for a teaching assistant post I thought you know what why not let's just interview and I hope for the best and because I wasn't in the position where I didn't like where I was I loved my community area I loved Airy Hall so much and my colleagues my team I was very fortunate where I was so it was a very hard decision for me to make because I thought I will just see what happens and then it's actually been one of the best career choices ever so um because I feel like I that's the area I've always loved doing is teaching it would either be what could I be a nurse or a teacher whatever I'll use that drama somehow so that was where I wanted to be so yeah it must have been strange suddenly working alongside the the people that were (laughs) teaching you just a few years beforehand yes yes and I mean, did any? I mean, obviously the likes of Katrina Whittingham, mm-hmm. um, you know, Neil Johnson, and so on. Did any of them remember you? Was there any kind of? <laughs> this is going to sound strange, but any sort of hero worship moments where you're suddenly sitting next to someone going, "You taught me everything I know." <laughs> well, actually, it's funny you mentioned Katrina, just because of the fact that she was one of those uh, mentors who, or I call her a mentor, just because she was so informative in her lectures. She drew upon her own experiences. She certainly there was a lot of hero worshiping with, and I've already told her this. <laughs> um, and uh, she's she's just brilliant and you still today see the students um, and hear their feedback of how influential she is as a person just because mm. she's so open, she's approachable and she's the type of person you'd go, that's what I want to strive towards. Um, but uh, it's funny, I think she actually recognised me more from stage than she did oh, as a gosh. student. <laughs> I think even though I was, I kind of kept myself slightly under the radar and we kind of joke and we say this to our students as well that you either are a student that gets recognized because of your good efforts and you push yourself to do loads and loads of extra curricular things but then you could also be remembered for poor reasons Mm -hmm. so so, um, I think I was the latter when I was a student (laughs) but I knew myself right this is what I wanted to you know like whenever I would see people like Katrina or mm-hmm. Neil or whomsoever they would do things that would make me ah this is exactly the type of teacher I want to be I want to utilize this and to take from their best areas if you like but yeah no there certainly was a lot of hero worshipping. Aside from the canteens and cafeterias as you mentioned <laughs> earlier on what would you say the best thing about working at RGU is for you? Well I would say first and foremost we wouldn't be here without the students I just feel as though they make that seeing that light bulb moment when you're the one that's caused an aha thank thank you very much that's that makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. it really does make such a difference to me and I loved seeing that that translates from when I was a mentor and being the one to teach a student this is how you do this dressing this is why this is the and why do you think about that you know how, how do you think this is um, gonna affect this patient or whatever trying to get students to think about more than just the black and white yes or no answers because nursing is so much more complex now and to be able to get students to think the what's why's how's where's when's all that kind of thing um it makes such a big difference so first and foremost i would say students mm-hmm. definitely um we wouldn't be in a, in a job otherwise you know <laughs> if we didn't have our students and um 
people I work with as well they make I'm very very fortunate that the people that I work with in my module teams we work really well together um, and overall I think just because we were we, and we some of us still are practicing nurses we mm-hmm. we genuinely genuinely are like that we are compassionate for each other and yeah we I'd say certainly students definitely first but staff as well makes it all kind of worthwhile really <laughs> and I mean last question now that you've gone from nursing student to nurse to nursing Mm. lecturer Mm -hmm. looking back going back to that very first day when you walked on campus when you thought my this is a very futuristic building Mm. if you could give a message to your student self on that very first day what would it be oh well probably say just keep knuckling down you never know where life's going to take you really and I'd say and this I would say this to any student really try not to spread yourself too thin try and do as much as you can and get the most out of your placements and whatnot and just don't be afraid to you know I suppose speak up or oh can I see this can I do that can I you know go over that again don't be scared to say these kind of things and also say yes just if there's an opportunity that comes your way hence why I'm kind of where I am now and that only came recently in recent years to be able to go why not I'll try something new I would say definitely just keep an open mind and just go for any opportunity don't let it go by you just go for it (laughs) and on that very profound note Katie Baxter (laughs) I will let you get back to work thank thank you you. so much for sitting down with me today no thank you for having me (laughs) and that's it for RGU Talk on behalf of the university I've been Johnny Milne and we'll talk to you later